We gotta wipe that cat's butt. Sorry. Hey, Super House listeners, this is Joey C, back from being abroad. Uh, here we go with episode 134, and I'm always joined by Stefan. Do you notice that there's a direct correlation between the decline of Spirograph and the rise in gang activity? Think about it. What an intro. Uh, and Andrew Booth. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're basically going to just kind of chat. Um, we're going to do, you know, some superhero news. Uh, and then we are going to go into the wild card section. Listen to oh, the end. Oh, oh, figure oh, out what that is. A little bit of that gaga goo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just to add to what Joey was saying, we we did uh, some new topics, some stuff that really wasn't on the nerd radar so much. Uh, all kinds of stuff, including... Nerd-dar. Yeah. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to be talking about drugs and uh, dieting and things like that. And basically the reason for that is we... Well, A, it's hard to plan a podcast every week. <laughs> Full disclosure there. And, and we do drugs and also, eat food. Exactly. And we wanted to uh, just talk about other things that were on our mind and things that we were passionate about. Free flow so sesh. Freestyle. If, if you, the audience, will indulge us this, then uh, we would appreciate that very, very much. And this will be coming after the news section. So... Um, you're going to get a little bit of the normal stuff from us, and then something come totally new. So that is basically it. So let's get to the news. Okay, so I got Marvel news up first, guys. So uh, in a recent interview with Cinema Blend, Kevin Feige confirmed a sequel to Doctor Strange is in development. He said, sometimes it's, where do those characters pop up? Doctor Strange, you know, whenever we do another strange one, which we will do, it will be a number of years from the first Strange, and yet he's a very big part of Avengers Infinity War. So it is just a good problem to have when you have too many beloved characters that people want to see more of, whilst keeping keeping to our core belief that we need to keep exploring nuance. And keep doing different types of things. Um, I'm excited for that. And do you guys have any uh, thoughts on that, or uh, what you'd like to Hell see yeah. out of Doctor Strange Two? Hell yeah. Um, I ha- again, I haven't read too much Doctor Strange, but I mean, you know, obviously some crazy dimensional stuff, and yeah. Um, I mean, we got Dormammu in the first one. Um, so I guess I. I guess he's really the only villain I can think of at the moment that I know of. That's like his famous one. Wasn't Dormammu even in Marvel vs. Capcom? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, the fighting game, yeah. Yeah, uh, his look was totally different in that, of course. But um, yeah, I, I'd also like to see more like LSD trip type stuff and mm-hmm. uh, uh, more magic. Um... Yeah, I mean, like we said, we, we saw the, <laughs> what was it, the... The Indian goddess with all the arms. He did that sort of move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vishnu or the other name I forgot. Infinity War. So, like, more stuff like that's obviously welcome. Andrew, I'm telling you, it's not too difficult to see that shit in real life. (laughs) Just just saying, they kind of nailed it. 
visually. I, I think we'll be getting to that <laughs> stuff uh, in later on in this podcast. But it won't. It won't be the fucking. It won't be the uh, the master or whatever who blasts you out of your body. It'll be like a factoid you read on your phone. I read. Oh, I read shoot. that Ron the Oath actually because I, I I really wanted to to learn more about Doctor Strange. And yeah. one of the things they pretty much lifted from the oath was that scene in the movie where he is operating on himself, like uh, his astral projection uh-huh. in the in the in the in the room there, and yeah. uh, maybe some other things. But that was definitely like uh, taken from the oath. And that dude, that one, I recommend that because that's easy to read. If you've seen the movie, you can just hop right into that. You don't need yeah. to read anything else, and it kind of reads like a Doctor Strange movie. Not exactly cool. like the one we saw, but it's it's good, man. I definitely enjoyed yeah. that run. That's the only one I've read, but uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I don't know much about the character. I've never read any of it, but his involvement in Infinity War really juiced me up, man. I'm ready for some more. And I'm, I'm, I've been meaning to go back and watch the first one again. That was Yuka's favorite. She yeah. loved uh, Doctor Strange, man. Doctor Strange, he's cool. Benedict Cumberbatch is he's just a cool motherfucker, man. Yeah. He's good. I wonder if they they studied like actual like magic with a K or a cult. They must have, right? Especially I'm in the sure 60s. They, I'm sure there's some of that. Yeah, I'm sure. They, it sure seems like it's it, it is it does feel like well realized or well like informed. If any, in any case, you know, from that drug culture. Yeah, because yeah. it, it you know if it's just a comic book for kids at the time, it could just easily be, you know, just like this is magic, and it's like he's abracadabbering and floop flooping and stuff you know, just like really <laughs> you know he-man he- esque masters of the universe esque uh cheesiness could you know but they they don't so it seems like it takes from some of that stuff i'm sure it's, it's hope so, been great honestly. that disney hasn't dumbed down any of that stuff yeah. either i mean yeah. we had chewbacca ripping off a dube's arm so re- recently too so like it's like okay disney's staying away which is good yeah. Side yeah, tangent, yeah. Andrew, that message you sent me about Grant Morrison and his uh, and the chaos magic stuff. Yeah, got me, put me down on a on a path. And I had already been reading Invisibles, <laughs> but I opened it up again, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude, that stuff's it's, all in there. Apparently. It's mind bending. That in the Invisibles itself, that's a drug. You know what I mean? That is a trip. Grant Morrison is onto some shit, man. He didn't do drugs until his thirties. Yeah, I've read the first couple of issues of, of Invisibles. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so. If you've ever, what's that one called? Uh, it's like the multiversity. There's also a lot of like crazy, whacked out stuff in that from Grant Morrison and. Uh, okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, cool. that, that, I, I that's a, good. Yeah. That's, that's some good shit. It's it's interesting too because in the DC multiverse, one of the universes is this one, the actual real world. Right. I love that kind of shit, man. That's so cool. All right, so the next bit of news here at Marvel is we got the title reveal. The next Spider-Man is going to be called Spider-Man Far From Home. They're sticking with the home theme, Mm -hmm. and it's looking like Mysterio. Actually, Gyllenhaal's not 100% confirmed from what I hear, but Mm -hmm. uh, seems like he's going to sign that fucking contract. And uh, That would be cool, man. Yeah, so it's called Far From Home, and Mysterio is in it. So I wonder. And isn't Michael Keaton supposed to turn up in it again? Yes, yes, yeah. he is, yeah. So, man, that would be a really cool movie. <laughs> I I fucking think that would be awesome, man. Gyllenhaal, you'd look back in, at, at uh, Prince of Persia or something you know, where they're trying to cast him as, like, the handsome hero. It's not that he can't play that, but he's there's such meteor roles for him. Like, you know, Nightcrawler had proven in everything he's done, basically. he's He just can, you know, as a villain in one of these big comic book movies, holy shit. 
He's good at like the deeply hurt kind of personality. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, and deeply broken. You know what yes, I mean? Like yes, he's, yes, yes. He's, he's just like That's he it. seems like a good kid, but he's just like something deep down is just like I feel like him and Tobey Maguire were kind of neck and neck for a while. Yeah. In terms of like the kind of everyman roles or like sad everyman roles they kind of played, but I feel like he was able to like cro- get meet some echelon or something with his acting, and he's really. He's really been pretty amazing in the last, I mean, since the beginning, honestly. Right. Well, since, yeah, since, like, some of the better Nightcrawlers. McGuire's still got so many, so many checks coming into his house from Spider-Man. Like, he doesn't ever, he never has to work again. So, yeah, he's he's doing good. Uh, But the uh, the title is pretty cool, in my opinion. Far From Home, yeah, that's interesting. They're going with the home thing, the whole whole home theme of Spider-Man. Yeah, so it's like, what does that mean at this point? Yeah, is he gonna? Is it gonna be a road trip with the with the with the other kid that he's friends with? Like, I don't, we're, we're I don't right. Know. Well, here's the thing: it's like, you know, I mean, obviously we'll find out whatever is gonna happen in Avengers Four. But like, let's say he comes back, is he like still in space somewhere, right. or does he like actually get back to Earth and it's far from home for some other reason? You know? Oh yeah, and this will be after Infinity, after Avengers Four. As yeah. well, yeah. so yeah. that's interesting. There's man. all kinds of shit going on there. Yeah, that's like kind of not that this will happen or anything, but they got the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse kind of thing going on. Yeah. So I wonder if this is somehow a way to, you know, the alternate dimension. I'm assuming some kind of dimension they've been transported to, or something. Right. If it's some kind of alternate dimension thing, then. Perhaps that'll lend something towards like the Venom verse or like Sony's handling of yeah. the Spider-Man stuff. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they could do with that because it seems like now they're not so much hung up on representing old stories of these characters as much as seeing where they can what they can do with them. Right. All right. So the, we have two uh, Venom things next. Two Venom items. Uh, so Todd McFarlane has revealed that he wants to pitch a crossover of Venom and Spawn to Sony. He said, here's a big what if. What if Sony distributes Spawn? Then is it possible in the future Sony could have a crossover with Venom and Spawn? It's possible. So I will be presenting that possibility to Sony executives when we get ready. Oh, wow. That could work, I think. Yeah, let's get the Spawn yeah. movie out first. And then we'll <laughs> true. I know, yeah, he's kind of jumping Spawn, the gun. <laughs> Spawn v. Venom. Yeah, V. Oh God, no more V, please. Dawn of Darkness. That's when we should have known it was going to be shit when there was when it was V. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who the fuck, fuck that man. Zach I was so Snyder looking was forward to that movie way. too. I was giving yeah. DC like the benefit of doubt and all this shit, and then that like they 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 made they made better on their mistakes from the last one or whatever. Right. Yeah, I know. And uh, whatever, dude. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is that the Venom trailer has been viewed more than any Spider-Man trailer in history. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? Fucking dorks. People love dark shit, though, man. I think there's just Venom, has a, Venom has a following to me that's like the Raiders or something. It's like... Wow, cool that's character. an interesting he's a, he's a, comparison. He's a cool character, but like... You know, I don't personally get it so much. I think he's alright, you know. But some people are like, fucking diehard Venom, man. Yes. It's like th- there were some good like I mean I haven't read a lot of but Venom I only any, comics any of it but 
like the stuff with him and Spider-Man is obviously, you know, in the, in the Amazing Spider-Man comics yeah. where it's really good. It's good stuff. You're like, oh, man, like this is who this guy is or whatever. But yeah. I feel like since then, the stuff I have read, it's like, nah, yeah. you know, it's it's not it's no longer an Eddie well it's back in Eddie yeah. Brock now but I just see, going all these other characters I, and he was a mercenary the, uh, at one com- point I checked the comic book sales too and I think Venom was like number two or yeah. something last month or oh, a couple really? months ago yeah one of I the guess Venom people books. love him then if that movie tanks people are gonna be upset it sounds like yeah I mean yeah there is uh, there is actually a new Venom uh, series out right now new uh, I think what just issue two came out or something yeah. The, the whole symbiote thing too makes it so much fun with the Marvel Universe because then you know you can get a Venom version of anybody. Venom. They had like the Venom group going on and and all that for a while and that was cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's Anti-Venom just cool. To, and... Yeah, it's cool to see that. It may, it's just yeah. it's just fun comic book shit. And I guess it had the the storyline they're going off with has something to do with that Lethal Protector storyline where it's more of like an like a tactical outfit that he's wearing. Is that what it is? Yeah, so I'm wondering if they're going to get away with doing some of that. Because it didn't sound like early on that you were going to see much of Venom at all. And then they were like, had to, it seemed like they whipped him up really quick, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so it is, I, ha- I did read that it was based at least in part on the Lethal Protector storyline. They need to take a page out of Predator's book and fucking put out a better trailer. Yeah. I think that the I mean the the fan response was so strong too. Yeah. So it it'd be shitty if they didn't res, you know didn't do some tweaks. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Interesting stuff. So uh Jared Leto is possibly going to be Morbius and other Spider-Man <laughs> news and uh a quick question before we move on from that. You guys know why he's called the Living Vampire? Uh, uh I did I when I was a kid, but I forgot. Comics Code Authority. He, you couldn't uh, have vampires and, uh, and zombies and stuff at during that time. Lame. You know the self-imposed stuff. So they had to put living there to switch it up because they were, you know, uh, you know, part of comic books history. You know, the whole Comics Code Authority stuff. Right. So that's cool. I remember Stefan. You said that you liked that they, he could go between worlds. He's Joker, yeah. but also they, honestly, to me, this feels like a better fit than Joker. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it's more akin to his like thirty seconds to Mars kind of persona, you know. He can really like fall into this is very like crow esque in a way too, you know, yeah. compared to. So it's kinda cool, but then the story is is fresh, you know, as compared to the Jason Momoa Corn Hardy Crow that got uh, iced. That'll um, come back, believe you me. I I'm sure yeah. that's gonna come back soon. Yeah, it's like they're going with one on strike or something. But um, but no, I just think it's cool because like Jared Leto deserves something he, he can also like sink his teeth into. And I think this, <laughs> I, I, nice pun, bro. Yeah. Oh shit. Being no. a vampire. <laughs> I'm high as fuck right now, son. <laughs> Don't try that sourdough bread cheeseburger down at Crystal. Oh wow. A White Castle, if you up north. Anyway, um, <laughs> neither are in L.A. I like the description of more, you know, uh, he's a heroic and tragically flawed anti-hero, you know, reading about him. Um, it just seems like something really cool that Jared Leto could do that kind of pulls him out of, because I think he makes great villains kind of characters. He can do the evil really well, but he's also, I think, in contrast to Jake Gyllenhaal, he's kind of a good kid, I think, <laughs> like a good guy, you know. Um, so I think part of him would like to play a more heroic role, but 
he's probably been conditioned some way to well we've seen him emote you know what i mean he's fantastic yeah true yeah it just it just needs a good character arc man and 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 you know i, I know, like sony be, and dipping it also, into the yeah. spider verse really hard yeah core as and well. this is this would be an interesting situation where who owns blade Marvel, Online cinema, oh. Marvel. Oh, they Marvel owns it. I don't know if Disney Marvel owns it. I don't know what yeah. ha- what happened with that, but it's a Marvel this property. Is, this is your yeah. This is your backdoor to reinvigorate Blade. That's right. Potentially, That's right. you know, because they were they were enemies, and it would be so good, man. That that you know, Blade v. <laughs> Morbius. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think Blade was New Line. Yeah, yeah when, right. When it came out, yeah. but I don't know what it is now. There's only one Blade. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think it's cool. I, I'd like to see Jared Leto just at least get something to work with. Um, I think Blade Runner was pretty cool, but it's been a long time since we've gotten like a performance like Requiem, you know? Oh, I yeah. Think. God, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. That was big in college. Yeah, definitely. That and Donnie Darko and Amelie. I remember everybody was like, just yeah. art school kids just loving the fuck out of those movies. Do you want to come over and watch Donnie Darko? I love Donnie Darko. Oh, Darko. yeah, bro. Watch that movie's fucking night. trippy, bro. He was good in Dallas that. Buyers Club. Can't forget about Who? that. Jared Leto. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, I've never seen that, seen that movie. I'm it's a good. Philistine. I'm a Philistine. All right, so <laughs> big spoilers here. just a real dirty person. <clears throat> anyway. Do you guys want to Dead know man. the, more than likely, the, uh, well, actually, I think you know Let's do it. Stuff. But the Avengers 4 uh, subtitle seems to have been uh, confirmed by the cinematographer. Let's hear it. <laughs> Uh, I think you've said this Drum before. Drum roll. You said this before, Stefan. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Ah, because your boy got psychic powers, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's those rituals it. you do, bro. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so that, that was in the news today. Dang. I think, they could, I think they could find a better title. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's a little bit Endgame. unimaginative. The end is only a new beginning. Because I'm sure there's many different comic book references that they could throw in there. You know? uh, Matt Lefferts, who's been on the show once before, suggested Avengers Assemble would have been tight. I'd have been down with that. Yeah, because they've never yeah. actually said it either. Yeah. Credit to Matt Lefferts. I did not take credit for that. But it is the end of uh, some huge arc. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's just it's too yeah. on the nose, I guess. You know, it's too yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, I can't think of anything to compare it to. No problem. End game. Final any, instinct. Um, <laughs> any, any Comic-Con predictions happening or like anything confirmed? As far as like announcements? Yeah. I mean, there's, we're finally going to see a full Aquaman trailer. Uh, James For Wan. Real? James Wan has confirmed that and more than likely My a man. Shazam teaser. Uh, and then uh, Marvel movies will not be there at all. Only Marvel TV. Why? Because they don't need it. That's true. <laughs> they don't. They do not need it. Uh, so uh, Marvel nice. did this before, actually. Two years ago, they were not there. Last year, they were. This year, they're mm-hmm. not. So, uh, yeah, it's not unheard of that Marvel does not show up. And, uh, yeah, so huge DC panel. Probably get a Man of Steel announcement of some sort. Maybe even a Green Lantern casting like uh, John Stewart and Hal. Like I feel like the DC Dope. panel is going to be insane this year. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yours truly will be there. 
and uh, I'll report nice. after. It'll be on the internet mostly anyway by that time. But sure, uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some Wonder Woman '84 stuff. When Wonder is Woman as well. The, the, uh, to me, the DC panel is going to be huge. Uh, other stuff. I mean, there's always huge announcements, man. I mean, the, who knows what else they'll announce? It's going to be pretty big. It's you looking July forward to 19th? any? You looking forward to any exclusive pickups at San Diego? What, Joey what always knows about that more than I do. And, yeah. and do you buy shit at the cons? What do you buy at we, the you, you guys have asked me this before. I usually don't buy jack shit. <laughs> not a goddamn thing. Yeah, um, I like going art, to the panels. Art? No, what I like to do at cons when I'm not just at the Hall H panels is to go yeah. to the other smaller panels because I get to really feel that fandom. It's yeah. weird, like being in the room with so many people, like supercharged for that one particular niche thing. Yeah, I've even like I grew up loving Batman and Superman too, and going to like a Batman panel, yeah, and seeing other people like there's a Q and A se- section after too, like they ask the the writers and stuff, and you get to really sort of feel it's strange, like it, you feel more charged in that way. Like I I feel more into that character and part of that fandom and understand what that fandom is all about. Like I, I had yeah. my own uh, way. I like that character, but now I see kind of how the world likes that character. I don't know, dude, it's hard to explain, but some, yeah. something like that. So yeah. I like going to panels cool. a lot. And I mean, I have bought shirts. I get shirts, but that's like, I don't know, man. I'm not really like, I have a few action figures, but I don't, I don't buy those that, that many, that much. Yeah. Um, too you many you like them under your pillow scuba diving dude it's an expensive ass hobby so I, I have to save money for that i'm trying to save money yeah. for travel yeah. you know like uh the more the less money i spend on that stuff i think the better yeah definitely so yeah um other aquaman news uh this is the segue uh entertainment weekly uh Patrick Wilson Patrick Wilson described the film's take on Ocean Master as an eco-warrior with a grudge against humanity's this is his words apparently rootin' tootin' in pollutin' ways. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet yeah. he's a hero. He said he's got a very clear gripe with the surface world which has been polluting his oceans for centuries and that's Hell something yeah. for me. And I'm sure for you too that's very easy to understand if somebody was just constantly polluting our air and ruining how we lived. So yeah. there's the motive for Ocean Master. How that is going to work with uh, Black Mana, I have absolutely no idea. But um, man, I'm personally very excited about Aquaman. John, James Wan is going to deliver us something real good, I think. So man, I'm Hell fucking yeah. so excited for that shit, dude. Shazam too, to a smaller degree, but Aquaman definitely. Hell yeah. Um, we had some Star Trek news. <laughs> There's some pretty big rumors that Patrick Stewart is coming to Star Trek Discovery in some what? way. Yeah, man. I don't know how. It's probably time travel. You know, they, they should all, cast James McAvoy. They should cast James McAvoy as young Picard. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But if they said it's Patrick Stewart, they, they, they said <laughs> yeah. the, the mirror is the source here. They report okay. the actor is, quote, close to securing a deal. And uh, they have That'd a verbal tight. agreement right now. Yeah. between Stewart and CBS. So Wow, but isn't Discovery supposed to be when? It's In before the, the original series. Wow. It's so during Picard the Klingon is what, a fetus? War. Are they 
Patrick he's not Stewart even around. He's not even please. around. So it's going to be uh, time travel like we always time do. Time travel, yeah, yeah, okay. Star- it's like the opposite of Star Wars, where Star Wars never uses time travel. Star Trek yeah. uses it all the fucking time. So, right, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I'm excited about that. I grew up on Next Generation, and uh, Picard is Picard's my dude. So He's my captain. Captain yeah. or captain. Yeah. Uh, First Contact, Picard. I love the shit out of that movie, man. Stardate 44131. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then going into Star Wars news, Star Wars spinoffs might not be canceled after all. There were some stories saying that they were pretty much canceling all of them after the poor performance of Solo. Uh, but Ron Howard told TMZ, I don't think it's entirely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that was reported, but I don't think that's what I understand. Everybody at Lucasfilm and Disney really cares about the fans. I think it's an ongoing process of discovering what it can be and what it can all add up to. It's a process, and personally, I like that they take some chances, take some risks, and see how people respond to it. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll probably be just like a time frame between these movies, maybe. Maybe there's just too many all at once. They need to maybe hold off and, yeah. like, I think... Even like, because if Solo came out next year, we would have been like, "Oh fuck!" Right. It's it's like skip, even skip the Obi Wan one. Just go straight to Boba Fett. I think there's a huge audience for that. Right. Yeah. You know, like I just don't think we need an Obi Wan movie, man. Like, put there's there's uh, this is not in the news in our episode today, but there's news that Hugh McGregor is going to be casted is about to be cast for for episode nine. So we're going to get some Obi Wan action in in that movie. What? Yeah, apparently that's the rumor. Pretty strong that rumor. Would be nuts. I just he deserves he deserves <laughs> he deserves some more Obi Wan time. He was so good as Obi Wan. He was the best part, in my opinion, of those prequels. Man. Oh well, yeah. Him and Darth Maul. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the but, martial arts part of the, yeah. the prequels were the best, really. Yeah, but I agree. And and it's like thinking about like who else? What other characters are are they going to explore? You know. They gotta do Boba Fett, man. I'm not even. Yeah. I just like I'm not like the biggest Boba Fett. Or, but fan like the after world, but it's that, like, it's, yeah. it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah, but after that, you know, like, is there gonna be a Vader movie? Are they gonna be like what? They kind of did. A, they did away with a lot of stuff, you know. So it's 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 no just interesting Vader to try. And, they already did that. Yeah, man. right. It's interesting to try and speculate, you know, on what what could happen next. But, I need to do the Jedi Temple series, bro. That's what I need. Kung Fu the yeah. Legend continues. I need, in space. you know, you know, like you have your people who are like, I loved Rogue One, you know, it wasn't all that like you know, it wasn't too much Jedi stuff. I've uh heard some people say stuff like this. Like, yeah, there wasn't like Jedi stuff in it, you know, it was more about like the people in this universe and stuff like that. But the but Jedi I'm are the type, people. I don't like that uh Right. I'm I, I don't like that the Jedi have been written off as being like hubris and like this and that, you know. It's like it's like I get it, it works to stitch the story together, but I also feel like the Jedi deserve more than that. The Jedi is everybody who's loved Star Wars, you know what I mean? So I'm the person who wants to see, like you're saying, the Jedi Temple movie. And I, I come to, see to Star being Wars trained. for the fucking Force. Yeah, uh, dude, I did yes. love Rogue One, but uh, I mean, right. I like that. That's like my love top it, three. Love it, love it. But yeah. like, dude, there there's swords and guns in a lot of movies, but I want to yeah. see the fucking Force. Right, Je- Luke's. I like Luke more than Han. Like, but there's a lot of people that like Han the most, like because he's more real or whatever. But Right. I'll use your imagination, man. I like using my imagination. Yeah, you know if they th- if you think about it, the Kylo Ren kind of became the image of Dark Luke Skywalker and uh, uh, 
what's the one uh empire uh shadows of the empire not shadows of the empire but um there was one anyway where a comic book series that luke skywalker falls to the dark side for a while and they've kind of like it seems like they've recycled that imagery and that persona into a skywalker mind you to kind of lead the charge on these next few movies sorry i'm just thinking out loud here like uh so it's interesting that like Ray is this new character who's embodying a lot of the heroic aspects of Luke, but is right. now a female character. And then like Luke has kind of, you know, Luke is gone, but the Im- that image of a dark Skywalker is again present, but also youthful in the way that you know maybe I don't know. It seems like a, a theme with the Skywalker lineage, I guess. Then <laughs> right, I think also it's like they they try to make maybe the the Jedi seem so pure-hearted now. That yeah. it makes him unrelatable, right? It's, yeah. So it's again that Boy Scout type of character is again like we don't know what to do with this. Like they gotta it or reinvigorate it. the Jedi thing with some more relatable to, character. Yeah, and it can't be like I like the new I like the new movies a lot, uh, but it can't just be like montage training. You know, I think I, we deserve something that is more. You look at Cobra folk- Kai, follow like kind right, of like a jackass yeah. guy that's a Jedi. Exactly. Exactly. You're, but not yeah, quite so, evil. Maybe not the evil guy. No, maybe yeah. he's evil at first, and then he has a turn. You know, like, what if it's like, what's the? That would be very cool. I want to see the, the trials. Like, from you know, bad, like, from if you go from bad to good, does it like try your soul? Like, right. are you? Is it like you're like you're setting your soul ablaze yeah. when you're making that change from bad to good? Like you've been so far yeah. in the dark side, you go to, like that would be a very cool thing to see. Right. Uh, a, a turn like that in the, in the movies. Yeah. You know, so thinking out loud. Hell yeah. All right. If you guys will indulge me, there actually has been some Power Rangers news. <laughs> yeah. Um, David go, Yost, go. the original Blue Ranger in the uh, Amer- first American series. Um, he said, uh, and quote, uh, traveling around the world. I'm very blessed. I get to travel around the world to different conventions and meet fans from all over the world. And time and time again, all I hear is that we want to see a reunion of the original cast. We want to see where the original six, unfortunately, only five of us are alive. We want to see. This is how he talks, I guess. We want to see where they are at. I've never uh. understood why this wasn't in the plan or why the people that own the franchise just never really wanted to try that out. But I hear it and hear it. So I would love to be able to give that to our fans. I think that they would really enjoy it. I've already written quite specific. I would just say the beginning. I just don't want to spoil it, so I won't say anything, but I've written it, and it would definitely pay homage to Tui Trang, who played the original, or Chewy, I forget how to say her name, Tui Trang, uh. who played the original Yellow Ranger, she died in a car accident, by the way, uh, and we would st- still come together and still be superheroes on some level, and, uh, end quote, I think it would be a cool idea, maybe uh. make it a little bit Older, of course, slightly older, not too much. Uh, maybe just like the movie or something, or maybe put uh, him in the next movie that Hasbro makes because right. Hasbro said they were interested in this since they bought yeah. out Saban, uh, yeah. or they bought Power Rangers from Saban. So, um, yeah. there, I think there was news earlier this week about there being like uh, some interest in, in reboot or. Here, here's the other thing it. too. Yeah, they're talking about that. And yeah. look, I want, look up the the original cast. They're all uh, in shape still, dude. Yeah, none of them got fat. They all look good. It's yeah. insane. It's fucking insane. They're all like they look older, but yeah. the, dude, they can fucking do it, man. 
So yeah. I think I'm I'm kind of excited about that. That'd be that'd, that'd be, be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back fucking what's his name as Zordon. Oh, uh, th- that Brian, guy, Brian Cranston. Oh yeah, the, 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 M- meld the two. The guy that played uh, Zordon in the original series, they recorded him for like an hour. Really? And yeah, that was all like, they needed. Yeah, it looks like a just like a a bald fat guy, <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, so, so that, yeah. that that was also completely fa- fabricated Find for the American five audience. Teenagers with attitude. If you watch the Japanese series, I watched the first couple episodes. It's uh-huh. totally fantasy based. Yeah, that particular okay. series, where like uh-huh. the, the and the footage that they got uh, from that particular series, they they with Zordon and everything else, they made it more sci fi based, teleporting yeah. and and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. it is yeah. a it is a cool like. Uh, legacy that sentai stuff i do really like it a lot yeah that it's it's definitely in, in its own lane and I, I personally like it a lot so um common writer too man that's a yeah, whole other it's so good uh, beetleborgs is on netflix bro oh god i never watched that shit just about winding down here uh you got a couple more uh but so yeah. <laughs> sonic the hedgehog news <laughs> yes i forgot about this yes uh the paramount ceo just describe Sonic as a quote unquote juvenile delinquent <laughs> <laughs> yes. for some reason. And uh, then also Jim Carrey is set to play Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> so also known as Eggman in the Japanese series. And uh, yeah, a, supposedly Pixar, not Pixar, but the illuminations, the people that are making that make uh, the, the spickle me. Yeah. They're making stuff. the Mario yeah. movie. So uh-huh. we're what? going to see what once again, like, uh, probably a mediocre Sonic product, a Sega product, and then an amazing Nintendo Mario. product. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm down for, I'm down for Sonic, baby. I don't care how garbage it is to see Jim Carrey. <laughs> this Dude, is gonna be nuts. Stupid ass stash he's got. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's gonna do his the lemony snicket style shit. Maybe right, right, right. Yeah, Vill- you, you know villainy. what? That's probably what they used for uh, Yeah. Uh, I hope it, it's is it, it's live action, right? Or uh, uh, it'll be live action with CG characters, apparently. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. It'd be cool if they motion captured it, but then it's like full CG movie, and you don't get the bang for your buck out of Jim Carrey. But uh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm excited to see a trailer or even some artwork. <laughs> it's so silly. I'm definitely. I'm in. I'm they, into it as well. They should have Jillian White come back and voice Sonic. That'd be tight. Nostalgia. The, co- the 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 comics have been running for a long ass time too. They, they just yeah. They just ended recently actually, but there's oh, wow. been a fan base for those comics for a long time. Cool. I bet they're fun. I love, I love Sonic the Hedgehog. But you're right. It's like by comparison to Nintendo, it's a certain level of quality. But hell, yeah. it's the type of person I am. It's Sega. Like a, it's like a Kia and a Mercedes. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just different. Yeah. That's all. I'll take reliable-ish that. and low mileage-ish. <laughs> the guys <laughs> over that. that. The guys that made Looney Tunes, they used to say that Disney was making Rolls Royce and and we were making uh, Model Ts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> so Real blue blue collar type of animation. Um. Actually, there's the last thing is another news segment. We got a lot in this uh, in this episode, but I wanted to put a little bit of Japanese news yes. in here. 
throw it in. Uh, throw it in. <laughs> it's related, though, actually. It's pretty good. So, Japanese news broadcast recently reported that a, quote, translated, of course, but a, quote, giant creature was in Tokyo Harbor. <laughs> oh. I read, I read it, too. It was exactly, and the, and the, and the news yeah. article compared it to the fake news in Godzilla movies. It was almost exactly the same. Right. Said so the caption in the Chiron, Chiron, you don't see that word that often. Chiron. The caption in the Chiron reads, Tokyo Harbor, giant creature, several reported sightings. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, what? Science fiction never underestimate the powers of science fiction. However, Nippon TV were right Weird. to remove the unknown part, seeing as the creature in question was really nothing more than a whale. <laughs> that had wandered in unusually close Kill distance it. to the nation's capital. Just kidding. In Tokyo Harbor. Uh, the sightings were more straightforwardly reported by TV Asahi News. So people for a split second thought that, oh, shit. It caused quite the commotion in some circles, yeah. I mean, it was pretty funny, and there was yeah. uh, there was some other like Japanese sources saying, they did this Got on purpose, me. right? There's something going on here, like... <laughs> You know, that just to, were they, yeah. were they just having fun? Were they just trying to get more uh, slow news day from from just having like this type of uh, yeah uh, reading? Because they could have said whale, and then some conspiracy theorist is gonna find it in like ten years and be like, oh my god, they've been hiding it all along through uh, some microfiche or something. Fun fact with that: uh, so Gojira, right? Godzilla. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a combination of Gorilla, which is gorilla. And uh, Kujira, which is whale. Uh, I don't know why a gorilla whale becomes Godzilla. I did Kujira. hear that the I think, and we need to have uh, Portman on here again, but uh, the original d- design was like a squid creature or some shit, like an o- uh, octopus or something. Then they changed it to a lizard or whatever, but uh, maybe that's where the whale thing came from. But anyway, yeah, Kujira. 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 K-U-J-I-R-A is whale, so... Uh, cool. Yeah. That'd All be a connected. dope band name. Any other stuff from you guys? Uh, any more SD, S, uh, San Diego predictions from you guys or anything like that? Nah. No, I mean, you said Marvel was out, so my only thing was uh, maybe getting some info on the next Infinity movie. Um, yeah. It comes out in May. Feige like said nine months away. that they will not announce anything about Avengers 4 until there have been more Captain Marvel announcements. Mm. Ah, okay. So after it's that teaser or trailer be. drops, then Avengers 4 stuff. Gotcha. Well, when the hell are we getting that? Because that comes uh, out, what was what that, February or March? Probably Captain fall. Marvel? Fallish. No S, no SDCC for sure. Give me a teaser, man. Come on. Yeah, nothing. They also said it's going to be uh, mainly women-led movies uh, going forward. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Interesting. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. 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 All right, guys. So that brings us into the news section, and then now we're going to go into uh, uncharted territory. We're going to cut you to a conversation that we're just calling the wild card section. We're talking about all kinds of stuff, strange, stemming from drugs to uh, <laughs> to uh, what else Diet. do we talk about? Dieting, Diet. things like that. Yeah. And uh, was that it? Burning Man, there was, stuff like that. There was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, so now we're going to cut you to that. And again, this is uh, probably different than what you're used to hearing from us. But like we're always saying, we like to we're trying to try new things and see what sticks and what doesn't. So if you will indulge us, here is a bunch of new stuff. It's a little bit of that gaga goo. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I got to tell you, like, well, A, if I wasn't, you know, married or in a relationship or whatever, and there is, like, if STDs didn't exist, I would have no problem doing that shit. Like, no moral dilemma, nothing. I don't give a fuck. It's just why the, folks are crazy like that. It's just if there were, uh, you know, it's just STDs, like, it's, it's like a big well, you nope, use condoms. Big nope for me. Still, dude, I don't trust it, man. Yeah. You can still get herpes, you know, any of the topical yeah. ones. I think I'd be too, like, I think I would be too, just too taken aback by it. I'd have to hang out at a few orgies and do nothing for a, few, a while. <laughs> you want to study it. Yeah. Like, I have to wrap my head around it. Like, just be oh, a lurker. Because okay. like, one, I don't want to look uncool. Two, I don't want to be, like, unexperienced. <laughs> and three, that you is know, hilarious. I want to fucking, oh, I want to be good at it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But who knows? Who knows? Who uh, knows? I'm pretty much don't give a fuck. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I I might. I was thinking about it today too. Like just go and like, because you can't go in without uh, a girl. Oh, uh, you would um, need to have a full on couple in there. For those yeah, rooms. it's got. It's like it's like couple only couples only. So my friend Chris, when he did it, he just asked a few people until they were like, yeah, let's check it out. And then uh, they went in, and he said they just kind of like hung out for a little bit and like checked out the scene, see who was there, see what was happening, and kind of dipped out. <laughs> yeah, but he may have gone back later. But yeah, you, if you're just a single guy, you can't get in unless you like have a a, a girl, or if you're like gay or a couple or whatever. Uh, they weren't allowing yeah. gay people in this thing. Yeah, or no, no, they do. Yeah, it's anybody, anybody in. I'm saying, I'm saying, you, you like got to be like a gay couple, I guess, is like the rule. It's couples only, basically. Okay. Um, but what you can do is like what Chris did and go and ask somebody to come join you. And so, like, what do they know? You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it would, it would freak me out too much. I think I can barely satisfy one person, let alone. A few. <laughs> <laughs> there is a world in which I would be giving that a shot, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, I like to think I could, but I think I'd get real nervous. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like it to be like I don't know, maybe it's like the minute bit of Catholic upbringing I had, but it's like my secret shame, you know. And I'm like, thank you, I'm sorry, thank you, you know, like with some chick. <laughs> Thanks for letting me inside of you. <laughs> Thank you for your vagina. Just kidding. It's not so awkward, but I don't know. I, I think I think about that kind of thing too much to like, it's just, I just got to have like a perfect cocktail of like Molly or ecstasy and drunk. You've done both of those? Molly and ecstasy? Yeah. Yeah. What? So what's the difference there? Um, ecstasy is more like, it's kind of the difference between like acid and mushrooms. If you catch the drift. Okay. So they're the only thing I like, tell like one's like, more chemical and yeah. one feels a little more organic. Like Molly, I'm always like, I don't feel it. I never feel like I feel it, but it's probably because I'm expecting more of like a chemical kind of like high. Yeah. Um, but with Molly, it's just kind of like this heat and this sensation, you know, like emotion. You're like really euphoric 
and like it for me it's, i feel like it doesn't always work on me when when i did it in uh cambodia i didn't feel shit but a couple times at the burn yeah i was like oh my god the everyone's my burning best friend man. you know yeah okay copy that yeah so is that what the people that call that go there call it the burn the burn yeah <laughs> go to burn how's your burn how's your burn guys oh man i don't know uh, if i could take it dude it's funny yeah I, you know the thing is i think i had another friend was i was talking about it they were like i don't want to do it or whatever is uh you just really it, it it is everything you've heard it is but it's also like so much more you know and it's very subjective but is it so much so, more because you're on a shitload of drugs no, so you're not even. It's just like kind of like the way that things like flow to you. And it's it's about the people you're hanging out with, you know, because you're not just like, you know, it's not like being at a rave and you just drop something. You're surrounded by a bunch of people. You have no idea who they are. Um, that's kind of how it starts. And like you, you know, people can kind of get a sense of what you're ready for out there. And nobody's like pushing anything on you. Everybody's really nice. And, you know, everybody gives you a hug and stuff like that. And like, what was I getting at? Um yeah, so like the fa- the fear factor of it kind of goes out the window really quickly. You're just like, oh, they're just fucking people. It's like being at a taste of LA or something. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, taste what was of the LA. question? <laughs> what was the question? Uh, difference between Molly and, and oh, acid. Acid's one. a little bit more. Well, they're both fucking made in labs, though, man. M- Molly and ecstasy. So Molly oh, ecstasy, is supposed to, yeah. yeah, Molly is supposed to be like more like a pure form of the MDMA. Um, which like who knows where somebody gets it from um but it's derived i guess from i by some means yeah you're not wrong it's like but i think ecstasy is like um just like a different process a different chemical process in order to get that mdma out and then the result because the end result your the pill is just like kind of like an edible you know residue kind of thing that um i don't know if you've ever seen a pill press but you just put this like powder stuff in i don't there know crank, crank it down and only thing and i've just, ever done is yeah. weed man weed You're and alcohol square bro <laughs> <laughs> get unsquare no i'm just kidding uh it, um, it's like i i yeah, i don't do it that much and i just do edibles because i don't like smoking i don't like embers in my fucking lungs not doesn't uh, matter if it's tobacco or whatever yeah. i do not like that burning shit at yeah. all so i get uh what do you call it um edibles all the time not all the time yeah. but when i go it's all edibles and yeah. like two weeks ago or so i like got some cbd uh, uh lemonade or whatever the fuck cbd water actually <laughs> oh shit and i got uh like a weed like granola bar or whatever uh-huh and <laughs> you're such a fucking pussy dupe duper uh yeah but like like i can tell that there's one of the things is like it's my like what they call like a type A personality. Yeah. Like my, of course my uh, stress goes away, but so much so it's like I do feel like I'm forgetting like minor shit. Uh-huh. More. And yeah, that, definitely. That puts definitely. me like that makes me uneasy too because I that, like, that I'm, you're I'm, forgetting I'm, things. I like being in control. It's not even paranoid. It's like uh, it's just I'll just be forgetting stuff and that and, relinquish and that, control, man. It's, a, it's the it control go. of being able to remember all of my own shit. Uh, and if I'm not remembering even my own yeah. shit, then I feel uneasy. 
Yeah, let it go. Fuck it. I guess, man. That's, but that's the forgetting. that's the whole that's the whole the tool of it. The mar- the cannabis, uh, the medicine aspect of it. It's it's kind of confronting you with those things that you feel uneasy. That's like you know people like s- symptomatically back in the day they'd be like, oh, you feel paranoid and anxious and this and that. It's it's kind of part of the psychedelic aspect of weed. In my opinion, it's kind of like mushrooms. There's a bit of a nauseous hump and kind of like there's a lot of emotional turns that come with that. Uh, there's a drug in Africa, Iboga, uh, from an Ibogaine chemical that kind of confronts you on a guilt level and like you work through it. So there's like That's psychoactive aspects to all these these substances um, so weed, you know, like, yeah, like sometimes if I get a strain that's just like right off the bat, I'm like, oh my God, this is like super potent stuff. Then I get this anxiety and stuff and, you know, paranoia and everything that they say comes along with it. But if you sit there and examine those feelings, you start to think like, okay, what is it that I'm really, truly paranoid about? And why does it make me so uneasy? Or like, why am I so anxious and stuff? And, and then, you know, it made me start thinking about like the things that I worry about and the things that I like you know, like think might be bad where that anxiety is coming from. And then, you know, you just kind of work your way through those thoughts and stuff. And then you get fucking hungry and want some pizza rolls. Well, like people always say this about, um, the psychedelics like mushrooms and, and, and what do you yeah. call it? DMT and acid and stuff uh-huh. where it'll, it like Joe Rogan talks about a lot, like where it'll, they'll bring up parts of your personality that you need to address right it's part of the mind expansion or whatever but, yeah man. but there is something to that and i think it has it ha- i think even weed has done that even weed you know for uh-huh. me it, yeah when i especially when i like take a lot it has yeah. done that a bit and yeah it, it first is like anxiety but it's almost like yeah it's it's like it's something you need to start to to work it's through. the fall of the roller coaster you know like there's like i just sometimes i get so jealous of those people that just have such a fun time on weed it's only, it's only happened to me like a couple times, man. Really? Yeah. Well, when are you, your, when are you taking your edibles? Yeah. I just take them whenever I'm trying to play video games or something. Yeah. Are you more of a solitary? Yeah, kinda? usually at night. I'm kind of solitary usually. Yeah. And 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 like, I, there's been a couple times where I got into some giggle fits, but a lot of times it's like, it's it's not even like paranoia. It's it's self consciousness. It's like, yeah. It's like, what am yeah. I doing with my life? I've only gotten this far. Definitely. Where am I, where definitely. Am I going? Why am I like this? Like, yes, that's good, though, right? Consciousness. It's, but that's good because then you're starting to address those things that you think about yourself, and ultimately, like weed is the ultimate like fuck it button. It's just like ah, you know, fuck it. <laughs> it's kind of like you. It stirs you up to the point that that it becomes a problem potentially internally psychologically but um but i think what's important is that that yeah it's addressing these things that you're you're consciously worrying about that or that you might consciously suppress throughout the day or whatever no 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 like it's not like that it's like this you know how you're addressing your perspective but weed has a way of kind of like talking to you in that way um i think and uh whenever i have those like anxious thoughts and stuff like that i just like i just like kind of try and sit there and feel them out and like I don't know, but I've been smoking weed for so damn long. It's just like, uh, <laughs> the, I, mean, I the, just, I have, I have a process, you know, I have like a, a, a ritual. The guy on, uh, one of the guys on the last podcast, he talks about how doing acid made him a better person. <laughs> totally. <laughs> just Dude, a, you know what acid is like? Man. Acid for me was like, remember when Neo sees the matrix when he can read it and everything? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's LSD. You look at everything and you're like, oh my God, it all fucking connects. You're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? You know what I mean? Like everything is alive and everything connects and the the things that I, the you know, it just kind of, it does. Like if you, we, the, I'm coming out to LA. I won't force it on you, but <laughs> we should go to the fucking desert in the fall and maybe trip some mushrooms or some acid. I it's did, like, did you ever see young- <laughs> wind of somebody that grows? Yeah. I will not say any names, of course, but a guy that grows his own mushrooms seems if, to be a reliable at, source. At and the very that's least, the one drug, dude. I don't know if I want to do acid, but yeah. it's just it's the natural thing. Like I just don't like the idea of some drug coming from some dude's garage lab. Yeah, you know, it's like type fuck a that troll. <laughs> well, it's also the want to live gene. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know that's the thing is we're like inundated from movies with these ideas of like, oh, you try drugs once, any drug once, and you're fucking done. You're no, in prison or you're dead. It's, it's not you know? even that. It's just the fact that somebody had to make that with a chem- chemistry set of some sort right, yeah. in their lab. Yeah. Like, if there's it, a, if, let me tell you something. If it was like mm-hmm. acid that was made by the yeah. government. And it was legal, like no. it, like weed is now. <laughs> no. Maybe not by the government, but like let's say like a like a company, like a corporation. Whoever's making weed right now, like in Humboldt, like if there was an acid right. facility and it became legal somehow, and uh, it was a similar kind of process, I would probably yeah. trust it more. I just do not. I get what you're saying. I do, I you're it's saying. a chemistry thing. So, but with the shrooms, yeah. uh, that seems more. I know it sounds so fucking like granola. Yeah. Well, here's the hippie, first. But your like, first, it's more natural, bro. No, so it's like, yeah, no, it's good. It, your first thing too is like do only do these things with people you trust. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you. If I'd never done it, you're like, hey, I got a tip. I know a guy who sells mushrooms. You don't do it, you know? I'm like, I know a guy who sells mushrooms. I'm like, holy shit, let's buy some. Like, that's it. <laughs> you know, like, you know, that's a pretty solid connection there. Never, you know, like. Back in the day, even buying weed when you like don't really know the guy, and like you know, just like get out of my house. Like, thanks for the weed, but yeah, go. It's that weirdness. Yeah, you know, like there isn't that kind of thing anymore with weed anyway out here. But um, what was I getting at? Yeah, any any <laughs> drugs that you're going to be doing, like do those with people you really trust, you really are comfortable around, um, because otherwise it's going to be a fucking terrible time. <laughs> I wasn't um, I wasn't on drugs, but I had one time where I was reading a book. <laughs> Where it was talking about how, uh, like, th- of course, there's, there's, it was, I guess I knew this, but it was some way, some, the way it said it, like, really, like, opened my yeah. eyes. Like, atoms in your desk, atoms everywhere, atoms in the air, atoms in space. The, yeah. uh, the whole universe is some sort of, like, atom field. Right. We're atoms. There's, like, there's, yeah. like, if you look at it from the basis of that we're just atoms and everything is just atoms and there. It's just I read something. It's like a whole field of different types of what do you call it? Um, densities. Like we're right. denser than the air, but still, it's right. all the same yeah. shit. It's one atom field. And I, dude, I fucking put the book down for a second, yeah. and I just I was like, and I grew up like watching quantum mechanics shit and all kinds yeah. of stuff. But it like it, I was like done for the day. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. You're saying the book blew your mind? The book blew my mind, and I feel like it would probably be more intense with those uh, things. Right, yeah. When I started, I didn't start smoking weed until I was like 23 when I was living in Chicago. And this was you like outside of... You didn't at all? Not, only a couple times, like with, with Ian, or a couple times in high school, like here and there maybe, but I was always like, I don't smoke weed, it's not my thing, you know? Yeah. 
but then I had to get like a job and pay my own rent and shit outside of college. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, so they kind of helped reinvigorate, uh, like my, my, uh, what am I trying to say? Like inspiration and like my creativity and stuff like that. Not that I wouldn't have been there without weed or whatever, but I remember starting to smoke it like really just like stress relief. I was just like, damn, you know, this now I, I basically, I really got into it. And then I started watching YouTube and like, it's not that it makes everything better. You're just more intensely a part of that thing happening when, when you're smoking weed, you know, it's like, it's like it amplifies, not enhances so much. It just makes grander. You can hear it or feel it clearer i was like watching crazy videos on youtube you know and just being like mind blown like oh my god everything was just a chain link of interesting thoughts constantly and so i get that but i i I think like you know like one of my nicknames in college was was sleepy jones by andy (laughs) what a dick and yeah and like that was when i didn't even do weed and people always thought i was high too just because the way I do you do weed (laughs) smoke weed whatever (laughs) bro do you do weed bro And, and everybody uh, thought I smoked weed, and I didn't. And and then and then when I started to actually do it, smoke it, whatever the fuck you call it, eat it, it uh, yeah. it a lot of times just made me sleepy. And I think it's just because it's edibles too, it's just a different yeah. thing. But uh, what about what about you, Joey? Uh, I I started like really smoking my own stuff probably when I when I was out here maybe yeah four years ago. Like when I was able to like buy my own, you know, get a card or whatever and then go buy my own mm-hmm. stuff. But other than that, it was like whenever I was at like a party or whatever, or yeah. I was at my friend's house and they, they were always like, always had stuff. Um, yeah. So, you know, I would smoke with them and that was it. Like I never, never, like I never, when I wasn't with them or whatever, I like never even thought about it. So even if I buy weed yeah. now, like I'll still like, oh yeah, I got weed to smoke. Cool. But then I'll just... Like at night, but I'll completely forget that I even have it like throughout the day because I just don't really smoke it that often. You know, yeah. I'm I'm more of a smoker, so I smoke, and so I don't really do like edibles or anything else. But I mean, yeah. I have before, but uh, usually it's like yeah. you know, it's at night from like playing video games or something, or just kind of hell yeah, help me get to sleep. You know, not that I That's have problems like, with sleeping, but it's like you know, it's just with something weed out of my out of all the things you can do, I think playing video games and smoking weed is like the best thing ever. it's fun i have like i i yeah. have a good time these thoughts hit me that i'm just like holy shit you know like <laughs> playing red dead redemption mm-hmm. i was just like this guy's alive man i need to protect him <laughs> i need to respect this world this is a dangerous place oh, i definitely like i was playing like like yeah. one i remember one night i was playing friday 13th and like i really got into it i was like scared like for real <laughs> like my character yeah. was like you know he knocked the power out i was like oh shit Oh God, he's around yeah. the corner. Oh, fuck. You know, yeah. Like, or like yeah, a got good really movie. into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is dangerous though too. Cause my personality is already like, I'm kind of like a lone wolf, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like my, my ritual is like, I get home and smoke weed after work generally. Okay. Um, so like I could, it's really nice out. I could go somewhere. I know people, but I'm just like, nah, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I mean, I'm recording now, but right. you know, like generally I'm just like, I'll start smoking some weed and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> That's I part just of being wanna... this age too, man. Yeah, it's like you you work all day and you want to get home. It's like fuck. I want to I want to do something day like you know watch something yeah. or clean up something or, or go purchase something or whatever you know. Yeah, have your yeah. own time for a bit and like hey on Friday yeah. we'll hang out with people. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. Last year I was at a show like every night 
Uh, but now I'm just like, or I'm just like really not feeling it. It's like the same, cause ah, same dumbass people out. You know? <laughs> Ain't I, nothing new around that corner. I, I like it. I like like like, dude. My, you guys are fucking lucky because you guys eat whatever the fuck you want. And you don't gain a goddamn thing. Are you a fat guy? But like I, I dude, <laughs> I I haven't like gotten fat, but I I've gained more weight than uh, when, when I was in college for sure. That's not. That's not a training weight. Some of it is. Some of it's not. <laughs> uh, I gain muscle easy as fuck. But this motherfucker's not hanging from the ceiling. That's for sure. I'm an easy gainer. <laughs> I'm an easy gainer with muscle and fat. So I I have yeah. to go to the gym a lot. I'm trying to, and I watch what I eat. I have to do both, man. Uh, yeah. And I started standing at work. Like I got a standing desk. I started doing all these things, dude. And like I when I started. I drank like a good bit of CBD oil, and even though it's not like not like psychoactive, like yeah. I know the next day I was like, "Man, fuck the gym, bro!" And I just went, to, <laughs> I just went to work, and I know, I know that was because yeah. I had a shitload of CBD yeah. that day before. Is it a is it a uh, like a vanity thing? It's, Are you afraid you don't look good? I don't want to go on. It's a good question. I don't want to go <laughs> on the path of. Like the average American gains five pounds yeah. a year, yeah. So that's like twenty pounds in four years. And yeah, I'm my trying metabolism to... hasn't run yet, but I feel it, dude. My, my metabolism is on the fucking floor. I think sometimes, dude. Yeah. It's just I'm starting God. to get. I got a gut for sure. How, like I guess for me, like I've always kind of had, other than like school, I've always kind of like been working in, in a job where I'm like always on my feet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I'm always moving. I'm always getting some sort of like exercise, moving. Yeah, things, me too. Whatever. Serving tables, man. Yeah, I have fucking insoles in my shoes. This shit, right? right, and so <laughs> you know, it's, I think that's helped me as well. And I don't, I don't tend to eat a lot. Like I'll have like Bush, you, like my breakfast has always been like cereal. So it's like you know one of most yeah. one of the most important. And you meals don't of the day, like fries, and I'm eating something very. You don't light. eat fries that much. There's no, all your. I, there's a lot of I'll, carbs I'll, right there. You're right. not t- taking in. Right, exactly. Like, I'll eat my burger or two, and I'm done. I don't eat fries. Yeah. I don't eat the whatever. It's like, no, I want a burger. I don't care about fries. Yeah. So I'll yeah, have a couple I, maybe, you know, but that's it. Like The thing is, like, my ideal day, if I could get away with it, is a full fucking breakfast. Pancakes, waffles, eggs. <laughs> Wait, pancakes and waffles? <laughs> no, one of the two. And then, and then like, and then like a fucking burger for lunch and something else for dinner. Like if I could get away with it, that's what I'd be doing all the time. Eat eat a very, eat eat a very light dinner and don't snack. Yeah. I I actually don't snack that much. I don't snack. That's the good, that's one of the good things about what I'm doing, I guess. Yeah. Who, who, who doesn't let you, who doesn't let you get away with it? What do you mean? You said if I could get away with it. Elaborate. I mean, if I didn't, if I, if, if my metabolism wasn't like kind of shitty right now, it's like, getting better, like, but it, yeah, it, it, it it's, if like, dude, yeah. I've been like watching my weight and it's like, if I eat bad one day, I'll see it on the scales the next day, even after I've taken a shit, you know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just there, man. It's like, you guys have probably haven't had to deal with this, man. You, you just, you don't have it. Like yeah. I, also like I had a job for like two or three years where I was just sitting yeah. and I did not get up. And I, and there was, I was going from Pasadena or Alhambra to Santa Monica, which is across LA, like yeah. two hours, one way. So you're sitting four in your hours car, of, the bus. Yeah. 
And I, I do think that that shit fucked my metabolism up, and I'm still recovering. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a big issue. Start rock climbing. Well, now oh, I, I boom. I've kind of gotten over weightlifting, man. I did that for like yeah. years, and I, and I kind of just gave that up. But I've been going swimming. There's a YMCA with a pool right next to my work, so I've been doing that. Uh-huh. And uh, and I got I turned my desk at work to a standing desk. I don't sit at all, dude. Do uh, squats while you play video games. Yeah, something Boom. maybe. But yeah, I I mean I love food too, man. Like I want to eat like all the fucking world's food. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's also an an issue, but Andrew, I've been trying to keep it in check. You should have a chat with uh, Kim. As far oh the her protein in the morning shit. Well, no, just just kind of what you know what she's kind of had to do over the years to sort of maintain. Uh, yeah. You know, and she'll give you all more info and stuff, but. Which leave it at that. I think also like my natural metabolism was changed when I started working out because mm-hmm. it was real heavy working out and I was drinking a shitload of protein shakes. Right. I was trying to get like as big as possible for a while, man. Right. And you kinda <laughs> and you kinda still have like that bulk. Like you still you still you still have like the bulk, but I see what you're saying, like yeah. you're just kind of feeling out as well. It kinda yeah, it's kinda sucks. I just try and smoke as much crack as I can get my hands on. <laughs> I've said I've said this a lot, but uh, like I feel, feel like if I did coke, that'd probably be like my drug of choice. I've never done it, but oh, for sure, because I love coffee, and it's just like I would. It's a type A thing too. It's like I can get coke so many things ma- done coke now. makes you feel coke makes you feel like you're Conan or something. Like you're the most powerful person on the planet. Yeah, that would be my right. that would be my shit. right then and there. <laughs> if you listen to Hollywood yeah. Babylon, man, the, his. So Kevin Smith loves weed, like everybody knows. Right. Yeah. And his co-host loves to drink, and he used to do a shitload of coke. So he yeah. talks about that. He doesn't do it anymore. He says, but yeah, he said he said he's done. He, this is how I feel. Like he said he's done weed, but it wasn't for him. Yeah. He some uh, people, yeah, yeah. He's just oh yeah. I keep p- plugging other podcasts, <laughs> but I, I always, like dude. I always I listen to a shitload of podcasts. I know it's fine. I'm yeah, a big yeah. fan of the medium. No, that's good. That's good. At least um, then, what do you what do you tend to <laughs> eat for lunch? Do you tend to go out and eat, or do you make your own lunch? Or oh, I hardly ever eat in. I eat out almost for every single meal. Oh, nice. Yes. I don't. I've the thing lately. is, I don't like. I want every meal to be a mini adventure. I love the sure. atmosphere of it. Sure. You know, so but when I go out, I try. To, I've been trying to eat uh, vegetarian during the week as much as possible. So, and a lot of it's yeah. about proportions as well. If you're doing like yeah. two plates of food or whatever, that's not whether it's veggie or not, that's not going to help. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that that much. I don't, I don't do that a whole lot. Also, I think it's the cheat day mentality that I had when I was working out. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever it's a cheat day, it's like it's time to go nuts. But and then and then after I stopped working out so much, I kept the cheating thing. Yeah. Have you tried so, intermittent fasting? Uh, not really. Cause that, that's supposed to be the kind of yeah. A lot of people like that the thing yeah. right now. That's basically how I eat. I eat like once, like really early in the day, and then once really late in the day. I guess. Yeah, especially not like exactly, if I'm exactly like if that. I'm not working, I'll I'll skip lunch a lot of times. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. I I eat pretty light too. I'm usually and not I'm, in a I'm good mood, but not I, uh, super adventurous <laughs> about it. <laughs> I like cooking when I have the time and the space and the energy for it. But like I'm when I'm fucking hungry and I'm just like, oh, I just want something. 
smash into my face and then jerk off and go to bed. <laughs> you know, who the fuck? I did three things the amount of time it takes to make one thing. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. It's I like, like to cook. I just, yeah. I it's just, like you gotta, yeah, fucking... you gotta watch what you eat too as you get older because you're not gonna be able to keep up like a right, crazy yeah. regimen of exercise too as you get older. You so you gotta kind of yeah. The, the 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 food is more important than the exercise yeah. load. I work I work at a, a restaurant that has really pretty good food. I get really sick of that food after a while, but you can kind of mix it up and stuff and start making up your own kind of dishes after a while. Yeah. Um. So like, I eat a lot more salad just because of my job. Now it's just like gotta have salad. Try not to eat too many fried potatoes. Right, 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 right. And breakfast and stuff, and like, I like pork is so hard to shake doing that because I generally I eat like vegetarian more or less most of the time. But lately, I just been like, fuck it, and I've been eating like quarter pounders and shit, <laughs> like just oh yeah, going nuts. So <laughs> I'm just you know, I don't know. It happens in waves. I ain't, I ain't gonna save the world with my diet, that's for sure. Well, you seem to be doing fine. Man, it's just because I I've I fucked my way out of that weight. I think I think I've since college <laughs> no, I gained like twenty five pounds or so. Oh really? Some of that being muscle, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just like sick or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but there was one. There was gut. one day for a me. It's days beer, ago, maybe. Like when I went surfing. When I it was a shitty day of surfing, actually, but. Yeah. We did a shitload of paddling, and it felt like the best, one of the best workouts I've ever had. It's a good workout. Uh-huh. Just paddling, and uh, and then I felt like my system like jumped into overdrive, and I feel like I'm still experiencing the effects of that. Like I'm, uh-huh. my metabolism like ramped up a bit or something. Like a week later, when you guys are in committed relationships, do you? Worry about being attractive to the opposite sex still? Uh, yeah, I don't think that goes away. Yeah. Is that yeah. a part of, like, the, I still want to look good? I yeah, still you, be, like... and you definitely should still feel that way. Because, yeah. it, you know, if you want to, I guess, continue to, you know, I think you'd want your significant other to feel that way. You know, oh. you want to look, look good for each other. So, yeah, I think that doesn't go away at all. I think we saw a lot of examples in the 90s and 80s and stuff where their people just kind of fell off with, with the health and got real fat after marriage. And it seems uh. like, I don't know, <laughs> this is again like a tinfoil hat theory of mine, but I feel like we saw so much of that and the health knowledge is better now Yeah, that That's true. we're probably seeing less of that now. Maybe it's because I'm in L.A. or something. Yeah, or Joey and I are in L.A. And you're, you're very yeah, and conscious in Denver too, probably. Yeah, yeah. Both are very like uh, progressive in terms of like food and fitness and um, conscientious eating and. I mean, they used to say basically. drink a drink some orange juice for uh, for breakfast. Oh, uh, you mean a shitload of sugar? Right. That yeah. was like the health the health advice back then. And, and <laughs> yeah, all, they didn't like, know fucking shit. Here's a bunch of sugar, but stay away from that fat. You know, that's that was the yeah. health advice of the nineties where we grew up in. <laughs> eat eggs. Wait, no, don't eat eggs. Complete Wait, eat bullshit. Eggs. Yeah, it's it all the complete bullshit. opposite. You should t- no, stay yeah. away from sugar and eat the fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You guys don't even fucking fuck, probably even like research this shit. I've had to like <laughs> 
Sorry, yeah, no. I, I'm I'm jealous of you guys. That's what that's what it boils down to. Um, but I've done a bunch of research on this stuff. Yeah. And another thing for me is like you know, uh, I'm forgetting the, the the term I should use, but you know, me and my wife um, try to eat. You know, she's going through uh, Weight Watchers or whatever, and so like through that, I think together we eat a lot better. Mm-hmm. That's good. I have to break in here. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've been walking past and I was like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> this okay. is like a wild card episode today. We're having girl talk. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, Joe just told me I had to switch ears. Okay. Is that better for some reason? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is Kim, Joey's wife, everybody. Welcome, Kim. Thank you. So, um, yes, I lost almost like 45, between 45 and 50 pounds on Weight Watchers. Um, really? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I know gained... you whenever you had? No, you I had started losing weight by the time you moved to L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Um, but Joey is genetically gifted, and it's really, really annoying to live with him. Yeah, well, I don't live with him, but I, I'm already annoyed. <laughs> because I can walk past... Kim, you can eat this tub of ice cream? No, well, yes, if you <laughs> bring it into my house, I'm going to eat it. And if I walk <laughs> past a container of Oreos, I gain weight. I don't even have to put it in my mouth. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Joey can, like, eat an entire thing of Oreos yeah, that's what for I dinner. And it's like, hmm, <laughs> tomorrow I guess I'll have cheeseburgers. And he looks the same. You're going to finish this last pizza? It's really, really (laughs) annoying. Like, he doesn't even eat his pizza crust. Like, who doesn't just, like, who doesn't want that little bit of bread with some, like, cooked cheese around it? Like, he just doesn't, he just, it doesn't occur to him to eat the pizza crust. Like, it would never not occur to me to eat my pizza crust. Like, (laughs) what I do is draw a pentagram on the floor, light, (laughs) light some candles, and uh, summon that fat away. Yeah, right. I mean, like, Bro, I, like I'm going to start doing that, man. I, I, yeah. I sometimes I wonder if Joey didn't like sell his soul to the devil. Like, Beelzebub is the best personal trainer. Yeah, I, I really, I really think that's <laughs> Joey's uh, personal yeah. fitness plans. The dark lord. Yeah, it's like it's like what I was saying earlier. Like, like I can look at weights and gain muscle, and people will start asking me, "Are you on steroids?" And and but it's really? like, no, I just was in the gym today. Thanks, though. But then, just like Kim, I'll look at. <laughs> Potato chips and just gain three pounds. Oh yeah, you know, and, and unfortunately, it's, it's part sucks. of like your genetics. You know, yeah, like, and there's yeah. there's nothing you yeah. can do to change like who you are genetically. Uh, yeah. The only thing you can really do, like, I don't know, for me, like, I think Weight Watchers was one of the best things that ever happened to me personally because it's more about like changing your relationship with food and like eating in a balanced way. Like, it's not about cutting out any f- one food group. It's like, okay, you need your meals need to have like about, you know, between three to five ounces of protein. You should have, you know, six to eight ounces of vegetables that are not cooked in oil or butter. You know, you need to have like maybe one to two ounces of some kind of carbohydrate and, you know, maybe like a half an ounce to an ounce of some kind of sugar. Like it's more about like balancing. And I think your body, like every, everyone needs like a balanced meal. Like I feel like these people think they can just completely cut out carbs or completely cut out sugar. I think they're fooling themselves. Like, because mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to go to like a fancy restaurant or a, go on a yeah, trip overseas the, and be able to eat like that. The, competition. the keto diet, like the with the you know the no carbs thing, they don't even eat fruit, man. And I think there's something people lose a shitload of weight on that, but that 
it's not it, to me it does not seem uh it's not healthy it's not sustainable it's not sustainable that's the word i was looking for yeah, yeah. like it's i have the, i work with a lot of these women who will like go through these boot camps where yeah they can't eat fruit like they can't eat an apple like they couldn't eat a banana like god it looks so delicious carrots like carrots are off limits basically the only thing they can eat is iceberg lettuce celery and ice chips and these women become complete heinous bitches for a month that's like the fucking internment camp diet yeah <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is, and they're paying somebody eighty dollars an Some hour to do this to them. Broth and a grain of rice, bacon, that's but a... bacon will be okay. And it's just like, oh man, like, yeah. I thought about it for a while, but then I've just been uh, eating mainly vegetarian during the week, and then I'll eat meat on the weekend. And that's as long as that works deal. for you, that's great. Like it's it, been, you know, I don't. There's so much. There's so many. Like I'll eat a lot of Asian food. Yeah. And when you replace uh, like like curry tofu or whatever, or uh, curry or uh, tofu whatever, like it's not really that big of a deal for me. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a big fan of like egg whites. Like I've replaced a lot of like the meat in my diet with egg whites because you can season them kind of like tofu. You know, you, whatever you cook it with is what it ends up tasting like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like you have to be able to sustain it because like these girls, like they go on these crazy ass crash diets, and yeah, they keep it off for maybe two weeks, but then two weeks later, once they've gone back to how they were eating before, of course, it all comes right back. Like it's yeah, just, it yeah. makes no sense to do that. You have to like you have to change your whole lifestyle. You can't just you know stop eating carbs for two weeks and expect a miracle. Like I'm yeah, I can bring it right around to Kevin Smith again. He is a Weight Watchers ambassador. I mean, I think it's Official. honestly, it is one of the best things I've ever done for myself. I think Weight Watchers is a brilliant program. It is, I mean, I could talk about it all day because when I think you it's met very Joey, smart. you were forty-five pounds heavier. No, okay, so when I met Joey, I was maybe like fifteen pounds heavier than I am now. Okay. Then we moved to LA, and I became friends with Kukuru and El Pollo Loco, and nobody else. Yeah, yeah, Kukuru. <laughs> That's an that L.A. restaurant, everybody, that died. I oh. miss Kukuru. Chicken, and I, a chicken restaurant. I give that Chipotle the finger every time I go past its location because it replaced Kukuru. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I would just like, I didn't have any friends except for Joey and fast food. And so I ate and I, you know, gained like 35 pounds or so. And then, um, yeah, by the time, Andrew, you moved to L.A., I had already started. I had lost a lot of it. Nice. Do you pay for Weight Watchers? You pay for Weight Watchers until you meet your goal weight. And then once you meet your goal weight and you keep your goal weight for six weeks, then you become what's called a lifetime member. So now I'm a lifetime member and I can go for free as long as I'm within two pounds of my goal weight. And if you if you're over that two pounds, you have to pay fifteen dollars, which is actually a really good motivation for me because I never want to like pay that fifteen damn dollars. Yeah. So. But it's good. Fifteen a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the monthly price is now. It's probably like $45, but... $45? $45 for a month, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. But you go once a week. I mean, it's really like... I don't know. I think it's a really, like, smart program. I actually tried to see a... I'm trying to... I try to, like, see a nutritionist, but they never called me back. Well, that's not a very good nutritionist. Yeah, I know. There was one close to me, and I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Joey's, Joey's also telling me that, you know, when you go to Weight Watchers, it's more of a community. It's kind of like AA for fat people is really what it is. <laughs> I don't know I mean, if I'm, like, quite big enough for that. I... Well, here's the thing. Like, with Weight Watchers, the, the minimum amount of weight you're allowed, like, that they – so the minimum amount of weight that you're allowed to lose and, and get lifetime membership is five pounds. 
you know, like, uh, so right. we, like, I go to I'm Weight Watchers with people more who... more than five pounds over, I guess. Yeah, like, I go to Weight Watchers with people who've only ever lost five pounds and are happy with it. And then I've got one lady who goes who literally lost 450 pounds, like... She has, she has oh. a skin issue at that point, right? Well, she had skin surgery, you know, where they go yeah. and they cut the excess skin off and all that, but, yeah. um... Whoa. What do they do with it? A lot of times it gets donated to burn units to help, uh, like, burn victims and stuff. Holy shit. I was not expecting you to have an answer. i mean i think it depends on the surgeon but yes that is something that is done with the excess skin sometimes yeah yeah that's good how do we explain this episode to the fans drugs (laughs) diet i don't know i mean i feel like the only debauchery we're left talking about is cats at this point i mean yeah i don't want to go down that road (laughs) i'm just kidding just kidding do you smoke weed I have a very like sensitive throat and I'm a delicate little flower. Me too. So it it (laughs) bothers me more than anything else. And I'm a very anxious person. And it makes me feel like. What about edibles? Yeah. Or you didn't. uh, Yeah. It's. I I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really done an edible. Have I, Joey? Yeah. But we did go over to our neighbor's house. um, I like eating an edible. Yeah. And I got like eating an edible watching a movie. So. You did? Yeah, and she was like trying to have a serious conversation with with us and she had a uh, like bowl of Skittles on the coffee table and they're like big yeah. pots so it really isn't affecting them, but I was like super high and the whole time I'm yeah. just giggling and like eating handfuls of Skittles as she's trying to talk to us about like <laughs> And like, you were like, This is heaven. Yeah, this is what it's like. like, this is it. Yeah, I was just like giggling and like putting <laughs> like handfuls of Skittles into my mouth and she's That's, I think telling us about yeah. like her mom getting sick. <laughs> just like completely inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. I think happiness is healthiness, you know? It is. I mean, it's good. <laughs> That's true. It's good. To round out the topical uh, nature. I've, I, I've been also trying to... Sit, dude, it's weird, but like being in like... I'm about to enter my mid-30s, you know? 34 mm-hmm. in August. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm trying to like instill habits and, and do things that are kind of like sustainable and long-term. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Like, well, I, like yeah. I stopped I stopped lifting weights because I started swimming more yeah. like as much like two or three times a week and then also trying well surfing but a lot of old dudes go surfing so I think I'm cool with mm-hmm. that and scuba diving so a lot yeah. of water related yeah. shit well and, water's uh, great for your body because you know you don't have the yeah. impact there's this yeah. one guy so there you know uh Gillette right or Penn Gillette mm-hmm. uh the 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 from Penn and Teller the the magician oh, okay yeah. he had that book called Presto, how I lost over 100 pounds. I got the audio book because he reads it and it's hilarious. Uh-huh. And he starts off with a potato hack, which is literally eating only potatoes with nothing on them for two weeks. Oh, uh, wow. And he, he lost like a pound a day pretty much on that. It's an extreme thing, but he had a medical issue he was trying to trying to fix. And uh, yeah. the guy, what I'm trying to get to is uh, with the water thing and uh, keeping your body temperature low. Mm-hmm. actually keeps you thinner. You'd think it would be the opposite where your body would want to give you the, the fat for warmth. Right. But, the, but the research is not showing that. Yeah, it's and, the other way around oh, wow. because your body's working harder to keep you warm. Yes, yeah. exactly. And he said that most, he said this, not Pendulette, but the guy that, the, the guy that gave Pendulette the potato hack diet had this other research. He's like a NASA scientist, not really a dietitian, but it seems to work. And they were saying mm-hmm. that this research actually was done in the 50s and they're just now coming back around to it 
seeing that yeah. it actually there is actually something to it. And if you, I mean, not to get too like uh, what do you call it, like like biased or whatever, but like you know, like people from like Fiji and Samoans and you know, like Hawaiians, people from like very tropical areas, uh-huh. very very warm areas, that it seems to be a higher incidence. Of, of, like obesity uh, obesity. Or, of obesity. Well, also, like, look at where you and I are from. Like in Georgia, like there's a yeah. huge rate yeah. of obesity there, and it's super hot there. Because also, when it's hot outside, you don't want to do anything. You don't like, want to yeah. do anything. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and also, well, also the, the diet too, like the sweet tea and the fried chicken and all that. Yeah, all that too. That yeah. doesn't help matters. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I keep it like a cave in here. Joey's constantly in like a turtleneck and a sweater because like our, I like it cold. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, like a half polar bear half vampire like yeah cold is a perfect uh you need like perfect cold conditions to have like uh sleep paralysis or like really stark lucid dreams it's and it's better for you like it's better for you for the room that you're it. in to be a maximum yeah. of 65 degrees like they say between 60 and 65 degrees while you're sleeping it puts your body yeah. into like a deeper sleep um yeah. your yeah. body I like to, i try to do that man. yeah i love that Vampire, yeah, hell yeah. I like my shit cold when I sleep. Yeah. Oh, my, my you, the trucker? The, yeah, me too. You got to give the blankets meaning. My dad actually puts <laughs> his pillow in the freezer uh, during the summertime in Georgia. Wow, your dad's a genius. <laughs> I was like, isn't that wet in the morning? He's like, That's yeah, the only just change thing. your sheets. Yeah, well, yeah, but still, is that, I don't know. I don't know either, but I've never personally tried it. All right, everybody, that was episode 134. We'd like to thank Shasta once again for her Patreon patronage. I had a bit of a mic issue this episode. I'd like to apologize for that, but as you can see in this outro, I figured it out. So anyway, yeah, visit us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash superhouse podcast and we have all kinds of awards and things like that for you if you donate even just a dollar to us once a month and we're going to be updating that more and more as time goes along so anyway this is andrew signing off this is stefan from the superhouse podcast be sure to check us out on patreon on facebook twitter instagram and any other Godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows yeah. how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and don- we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what'll happen. Check us out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm going to for weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 